Hey there, Patty here. I wanted to let you know we are in a short hibernation period in the Space for Magic podcast. What does that mean? It means that we're not producing new episodes at the moment, and we are going to serve you up our favorite pre-recorded episodes while we take this pause. This pause is here to give me a space to understand where the podcast is going in the future. We will be back in 2023. And for now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hello there. Welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty, and I am super excited about today's topic, which is Oracle cards. And I'm going to come at this topic in a bit of a different way, which is that we're not going to talk so much about the metaphysical aspects of Oracle cards. Well, we will. We'll get into that. But where I want to start with is how Oracle cards can benefit you, whether you believe in the spiritual or the metaphysical aspects of Oracle cards, because there's a very real psychological benefit to using Oracle cards without engaging any of the metaphysical side of them. And the reason I offer this is that in the beginning, the psychological benefits of Oracle cards were far greater than the spiritual ones for me when I started out using them. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why that is. So if you're not familiar with Oracle cards, they can be confused with tarot. Tarot decks are different. The energy of a tarot deck is different. The purpose of a tarot deck is different. And I don't consider myself an expert in tarot, but if I was going to describe it to someone, tarot is more of a predictive tool. So each card in the tarot deck has aspects to it that are specific. So every tarot deck matches up. The images and the descriptions might be different, but each card has meaning and it's specific in the tarot. And if you were to go to someone to have your tarot read, they would be able to give you you know, expectations of what's coming and with a specificity that I don't find the Oracle card deck typically has. And I do recommend that if you're going to use tarot, that you be properly trained in it. Whereas Oracle card decks really don't require that same background, that same training, and every deck is different. So, you know, the first card in one person's Oracle card deck, one creator's Oracle card deck will be completely different than someone else's. It's not a system necessarily. It's an offering, really. Some Oracle card decks are very affirmation focused. So each card you pull is going to have a little affirmation on it. Some of it is more guidance-based. And as you look at various Oracle card decks, you'll see each of them has their own purpose, their own energy, sort of their own angle, right? It was like if you were to go to the bookstore and take out four different books on how to lose weight, let's say, 
depending on where the author is coming from, one might talk about, you know, might come at it from loving yourself. One might come at it from a very disciplined, stop eating so much, exercise more place. Another one might come at it from a, let's look at why you eat, right? A psychological aspect. So just like you can get many books on a topic, you can even buy fiction books about the same essential plot line. You know, Romeo and Juliet's been done over and over and over again, but based on who the author is, what they're trying to convey. You know, is it a goth story? Is it a traditional story? Is it a Renaissance story, right? Then each of those books, even though we know the plot line of Romeo and Juliet, they're going to have a feel that's very different. They're going to have an energy that's very different. So Oracle card decks are the same way. The creator and the purpose of them can be wildly different. So before I fully stepped on to the path I'm on now, one that I would consider spiritual and metaphysical, although also based in reality and pragmatic, I, you know, occasionally would go for a tarot card reading and they were very intriguing and exciting long before I understood I had any gifts myself. And at one point I had purchased a tarot deck and all the energy inside of me told me this was not a deck. I was meant to use and I eventually gifted it to someone else. Once I started to understand, you know, the depth of knowledge that I think is really necessary to properly use a tarot. But I was seeing a few different people as I start to explore spiritual and personal development work that use oracle cards. And those were, I found to be much lighter and easier to work with and understand. And finally, one day, I step out into the open and purchase my own Oracle card deck. And it felt like such a big, big step. It was certainly a gateway drug for me because <laughs> I don't like to shop, but I will spend so much time looking and exploring Oracle card decks and purchasing them. Oracle card decks and crystals are my two places where there's probably no limit <laughs> to what I'll invest. So, but luckily, most of those have fairly low price threshold. So when I got my first Oracle card deck and I started using it, and I'm not going to talk too much about how to use an Oracle card deck. I'll actually talk about that next week. And the reason is next week in my community, it is going to be Oracle card week. So I'll talk a little bit more about why that is later. But for now, when I opened my first Oracle card deck and start using the cards, There was immediate relief that perhaps within these cards would be some guidance, would be some suggestions, would be information that might help me deal with whatever was happening at the moment. And when you have that feeling of curiosity, when you have that feeling of relief, when you have a feeling of excitement, joy, playfulness. These are all things I find Oracle card decks can welcome in us. All of those energies get your brain to play nicely with forward movement, with development, the energies of curiosity, the energies of relief, the energies of fun and play. All of these energies actually reduce the amount of stress hormone you have working in your brain. They get the amygdala, the fear brain to power down, which actually allows more blood flow to go to the higher thinking parts of the brain. So just that alone, just opening the Oracle card deck can really start to give you some really strong 
psychological benefits. Now, if you were to come to it as a cynic, let's say, or someone that wasn't convinced that the Oracle card decks could welcome in information, and you were to purely use it as a tool, here's why it works well. Our brains are programmed to revisit problems in the exact same way. There's grooves in our brain and we run information in the exact same way unless we do something to change the way we solve problems. So I'm going to go back to the weight loss thing that I mentioned before with the book. Most times when people are engaging in patterns of weight loss, let's say they are on the roller coaster, so sometimes they gain weight, then they lose weight, then they gain weight. It's not a consistent process for them. Raising my hand. (laughs) Um, It's because that person is using the exact same strategy. Even though it might look very different, it's actually the same strategy. And usually it's an all-in. It's either a, you know, I'm all in or I'm all out type strategy. There's a few other strategies that can cause the roller coaster. But generally speaking, it's you're going at it psychologically the exact same way. And there's like this need to fix the problem of the weight. And then once it's fixed, sort of let go eventually. So you need to approach it in a very different way to start to have different results. And oftentimes what we do is we look for different providers of the same strategy and think we're doing something different. How do you do something different? Well, at first it's hard. You have to get some tool to show you what to do different. And in the beginning, it will feel very unnatural because you're running this new grooves. In order to run that new groove in your brain, that new strategy, you want to make it as easy as possible. So if you look at going back to the Oracle cards, if for instance, um, when someone hurts you, maybe you have a particular type of person that tends to show up in your life, a big one for people here in this community, in the Space for Magic community, energy vampire sucking your energy. Let's say that's a consistent issue. You might fix it for a while, but then without noticing someone else creeps in and becomes an energy vampire for you or an old energy vampire seems to be able to access your energy again. And you can't figure out why you're coming back to that place. Well, you're limited to what you know how to already do, right? So when you bring that challenge, let's say to an Oracle card deck and you open it up and you just pick one card and you're thinking, I want information or guidance on how to deal with this energy vampire. And you open a card and the card says love, or maybe it says miracles, or maybe it says signs. These are some typical oracle cards. We'll start with love. When you get that love card, immediately what starts happening in your brain outside any other interaction you're having with the cards is your brain immediately goes to saying, okay, how do we solve this problem with love? How do we solve this problem with love? How do we solve this problem with love? Now, if in the past you've been using almost like a barrier and you've been bracing yourself against the energy vampire, that's the groove in your brain All of a sudden, when you're looking at that card that says love on it, your brain starts to think about the problem in a different way. And just getting your brain to think about the problem in a different way starts to run a new groove. It starts to run blood flow in a different way. 
it starts to fire up synapses that haven't fired up yet in the engagement of the problem. The same thing would go a very, um, not all decks have this card, but a good amount of them will have some reference to it's time to write, or it's time to lean into your artist or um, music or use dance, right? That really doesn't seem a solution that would come forward for dealing with energy vampires. And yet, if you got that card that said, it's time for you to write a book, (laughs) it's time for you to dance, it's time for you to allow music into your life, it doesn't matter how illogical the card is, your brain starts trying to solve the problem with that new card. And just by opening up energies of other solutions, your brain is going to land on new opportunities. Because your brain, although it can get in the way when the amygdala is in charge, it really can get in the way of forward movement and your soul's expansion and all the good stuff that comes with space for magic. There's other parts of your brain that are really, really good at helping you find pragmatic solutions to navigate the challenges of the world. And so Oracle cards really help us do that. Now, I personally find that there's magic beyond this. And the magic comes from using an Oracle card deck repeatedly. So when I am talking to people about starting their journey to use Oracle cards, I always recommend to start with choosing one card every day. Picking a card, you don't even have to come to the deck with a question. Just keep picking a card every day and let it inspire you or guide you or give you some inspiration for the day. Because Oracle cards, the majority of Oracle card decks come with a guidebook. So you're not just getting the card, you're also getting a description about what the card means. And you have this little bubble of light to start your day with. With just doing that, you're shifting the energy in your day. But beyond that, what you'll start to see happen, and this happens for everyone, is if you do it for two, three weeks, you're going to see one card coming at you consistently. And it's probably not going to surprise you what the card is, right? One of the reasons we're doing Oracle Card Week next week is because my deck is going to be released. Finally, I'm so excited. It'll be out next week. And to celebrate that, we're going to be doing lots of fun things. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. But one of the cards in my deck is self-love. Well, if you are picking cards for three weeks, so that's 21 days, and you see the self-love card 10 times, well, you don't really have to effort too much to see what the deck is trying to tell you. It's time for you to put more attention on yourself. It's time for you to put more energy into self-love, right? And so it's time for you to turn the spotlight of your love onto yourself. So without doing a whole lot of anything, that Oracle card deck has already started to find a solution for challenges you may not realize you have. You might be depleted. You might have a difficult relationship going on in your life. You might have challenges with a child or an aging parent or a partner. And again, the deck's showing you, pay attention to yourself. That's where the solution's going to come. Now, that's not necessarily the card everyone's going to get if they're having a difficult relationship or a challenge in their life, but they will get a consistent card, right? Well, on top of just that being good guidance and feeling easeful, what that starts to do is it starts the repetitiveness of it starts to 
show your brain that this tool that you have in this Oracle card deck has some merit because your brain likes facts. It likes things that logically add up. It likes patterns. And when it starts to see a pattern, it starts to feel safe. And that safety then opens you up to receiving more guidance through the Oracle card deck. So if you are someone who is what I call woo curious, the Oracle card deck experience can be great if you feel like, I know that this all these spiritual tools exist. I know I have gifts, but it almost feels like other people are experts and you're not, which I'm telling you, you are. Is sometimes it doesn't feel like that in your body. Sometimes you don't experience that, even though you are that wise. It feels like maybe you need training or you need more information, which can be great. But the Oracle card deck can really start to help you understand how much wisdom you have flowing through you already, how much guidance you have flowing through you already, and that you already have access to. And it can really help you start to trust what you know. Because most likely, if that self love card came up 10 times, as you stopped and thought about it, you would feel where the energy of, I need to take better care of myself. I need more attention was coming from. And also you can feel how you shoved that information down and probably were in the pattern of, as soon as I get to the end of my task list, as soon as I fix it with this person, as soon as I get this other person out of my life, then I can be happy, easeful, peaceful. And yet, There was wisdom inside of you that was saying, take care of yourself, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. So, so much good stuff starts to come once the brain gets on board with the Oracle cards. There is some confusion about what an Oracle card deck is in terms of the energy. So the Oracle card deck is simply paper. It's paper or whatever it's printed on, it's ink, it's words. There is no energy in the Oracle card deck. And growing up Catholic, you know, there's in that religion, and I know this goes to different types of religions, especially Christian-based religions, there's this concept that, you know, you don't want to idolize false God, right? That you don't want to make the Oracle card deck a God. And I agree with that concept because the Oracle card deck is not a spiritual being. It's not anything that's divine even. It's a way for the divine to speak to us in a way that we can understand. And that's all it is. It's no different than when a loved one on the other side of the veil keeps leaving us pennies or dying, right? It's a way for the other side of the veil to talk to us. And um, you may be wondering, well, who is talking to us? And I say, that really depends on who you want to talk to you. When I go to my Oracle card deck, I'm basically coming in with the assumption that I'm receiving information from divine intelligence. But when I want in maybe a conversation with my mom who's crossed over or a spirit guide, I can receive that as well. It's just I need to bring that intention to the deck. But again, if this is still a little bit of a foreign concept for you, you can start by simply just coming to it and using it as information and nothing more. So as you move forward and with this journey of creating space for magic, I would love for you to come join us in Oracle Card Week next week. Most of the activities will be happening inside the Space for Magic Facebook group. So you can access that at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash space for magic. We'll put a link 
in the show notes. We'll be doing Oracle, well, I'll be doing Oracle card readings in the group every morning. So if you like Oracle card readings, that's great. We'll be releasing the login or the checkout link to buy the Oracle card decks. And the journal, when we released the Space for Magic journal last year, that sold out super quick. So that's probably going to happen here too. If you join the Facebook group, you'll be, or if you are in the Facebook group on Monday morning, you'll be the first to know when the Oracle cards go on sale. So you can be one to get the inaugural batch of the cards. I will next week also be talking through the cards, why I chose, which cards I chose um, to be in the deck, what my philosophy was about creating the deck. And then on Thursday next week in the group, I'll also have Erica, my graphic designer, who I partnered with to create the deck. We're going to have a conversation about what it was like to create the deck. So if you have any interest in creating your own Oracle card deck, or you just want to understand what the behind the scenes looks like, we'll be talking all about that. The page is not yet up to purchase Oracle cards, but once they go on sale, I will see if our producers can come back in here and drop the link to the deck themselves. And if you have any questions for me about the deck, you are certainly welcome to email me, patty at pattylennon.com. And I just hope that what's ahead of you feels exciting and new and spontaneous. And if you're not in that energy, I highly recommend exploring Oracle cards because I find they always bring that energy to me. So I'm looking forward to seeing you in the group next week as we jump in and have so much fun with this. And in the show notes, I'll also put a link to the scheduled first Oracle card reading in the group. So you have that as well. All right. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.